Hello and welcome to Dunktown. Hi. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And guys, we got a special guest for you today. He's the writer on uh, I Love You America with Sarah Silverman. And you know him from Doughboys. It's Nick Weiger. Hi. Hi. Oh, what a thrill to be here on Dunktown. Oh very, very excited. What what better way to celebrate LeBron's birthday? <laughs> it's, it is it's LeBron's, LeBron's birthday. LeBron turns 34 today. That's true. I'm, I'm wearing his jersey. I'm um, honoring the man, oh, uh, man. who uh, is probably having three bottles of red wine today to celebrate <laughs> i should have worn my lebron jersey i didn't yeah. realize do you have uh, a do you have a lakers one i do oh, very sharp yeah i do um and happy birthday to the king we know you're listening <laughs> right and we just hope you're having a fun day yeah he's a big uh he's a big nba podcast consumer i know he's he's listening is that true to, yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great if he was yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, LeBron's on the flagrant ones Patreon. Like, <laughs> it's weird. That would be amazing. That would be so cool. Thank you so much for being here. We're uh, so excited to have you. Very excited. Very excited. Uh, during your theme song, um, uh, the listeners don't know this, but your producer Gabe does a little shimmy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dancing along a little bit. It was great. Yeah, Gabe. Uh, He's a real dance head. He, yeah. he loves to dance and loves our theme song. Uh, we all love the song. It's a good song. Yeah. Shout out to Andrew Clotworthy yes. uh, for making us that beautiful song. Uh, musician and friend. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about your history with basketball. Did you play when you were a kid? I never, I mean, I played a little bit, but I mean, I was not very, uh, uh, this was like on the amateur youth league, like level, like the park league sort of thing as a kid. Uh, yeah. yeah I, was, I was never any good. Um, not very athletic, an asthmatic kid, a doughy kid. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I did, but, but I always was a fan of the game and always was a fan of the Lakers because I grew up in Southern California. Right. Oh, yeah. I grew up in L.A. County and... They were that was I was born in 1980 and through the 80s the Lakers were just like the coolest like they yeah. were just like the, especially like living um, around here it was just like Magic Johnson James mm-hmm. Worthy Kareem uh, you know Byron Scott uh, yeah. Kurt Rambis you know all those guys everyone was like they were lionized uh, locally and um, and uh, you know I had like a like a, a, one of the first thing pieces of sports memorabilia that I had was like a Lakers 1987 championship pin. It was just like one of those pins that it was just like on a cork board wow, in my bedroom. that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was, so I was like, I, I just, oh, I never remember the starting to watch basketball. I don't remember when my fandom mm-hmm. began. I just always remember liking the Lakers and yeah. always thinking they were cool. And they are like, you know, we talked about this a little bit before the show started. They are reviled i feel like league-wide yes. mm-hmm. it's like that's like is that the them or the celtics are both yeah. are like the villains of the league you know or the warriors the warriors yeah. yes yeah, definitely the warriors yeah. now yeah historically uh, uh uh yeah i mean the lakers maybe celtics but yeah right now it, it, the the warriors are the villainous team um and uh and so it is the kind of thing where like, I do kind of feel that burden sometimes I do kind of feel like, like, Oh, I don't want people to think like I just started being a Lakers fan or that I'm just, or that I moved to LA and became a Lakers fan. Mm -hmm. I want, how do I communicate to people that I know that I grew up liking this team and (laughs) this is my team. And I'm not like someone who like, who saw like the Patriots win Super Bowls was like, now I'm a Patriots fan. It's not that sort of fandom. Okay. Um, but, uh, so that's the one thing I'm self-conscious about, which I'm sure was, this was the, the goal of this podcast, right? Was to talk about my own like neuroses. (laughs) Well, I I, I think a lot of people would relate to that with any fandom. Right. Because even if you're like 
uh, a fan of like a TV show that just barely got popular mm. or a band that just barely got popular. And sure. you're like, yeah. oh, I've liked them for so long. How do I communicate that <laughs> without seeming, yeah. you know, like a, a bandwagoner? Right. And I, I feel that kind of with the Warriors because I love the Warriors, but I'm so hesitant to wear any of their gear here. For mm. sure. Because <laughs> yeah. there's so many people that wear Warrior shirts and stuff here. Right. It's yeah. wild. And I'm like, oh, you maybe are from the Bay, but maybe not. Maybe right. just like, you know, that they're winning right. or whatever. It's cool to wear their stuff. You got to wear, you got to go with like the Mitch Richmond throwback or something like that. Yeah. You got to, you got to wear something that's not from this current era exactly. to sort of like prove your bona fides, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, it is a weird, it, it is a weird pressure. And, and I think probably, you know, the, the, the good thing about, LeBron is that I think Le, like LeBron being here is that now you can just there are like sort of the LeBron fans in yes. the fold yeah. and I think there are a lot of people who are just like like a, a just like a player or a personality mm-hmm. and they follow you know they're just going to follow LeBron wherever he goes yeah. and there's no stigma with that really that's yeah. just sort right. of a thing so like I I feel fine wearing the LeBron jersey because people think I'm a Lakers fan or think I'm a LeBron fan either way like yeah. I, that's fine yeah. you know we're kind of like casual like we we just like good basketball right. Right. We like to watch fun games and fun players, so we're not really like that. I think we frustrate a lot of yeah. people because yeah. yeah. they're like, want, you know, some kind of loyalty or, <laughs> yeah. and we're just like, oh, this is, this guy's good. And yeah, yeah. Know, it's you, fun to watch him. You guys need to have an intense emotional attachment to a city mm. uh, that's a team. The team is like a bunch of rented strangers. Yeah. And <laughs> this is like, this is the only thing your life uh, hinges on. Like your happiness is based on whether this team wins or loses. That's the only r- logical way to live. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that feels like torture because yeah. anyone can be traded at any moment exactly yeah you can't be too attached to any yeah. one person i right. mean except maybe lebron i think he's probably gonna s- stay in the, on the lakers for you know ever i mean now. maybe you think who so? knows you, yeah 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 it's hard to say it's also too it's like that's an interesting development that i've seen in the course of my nba fandom i guess it maybe kind of began with jordan although jordan was with the, was with the bulls for basically the his entire career i mean the, the little wizards coda i think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really count uh, the, the idea of having like fixating on one player mm-hmm. that you're a fan of at, rather than a team you're a fan of yeah um and that's interesting to see i, I you know certainly seeing it with lebron i imagine kd's is similar although there are, there are a lot of his okc fans i feel like felt abandoned when he when he moved teams. Right. But yeah I, I think we're gonna see more of that more people just like fixating on a player and, mm. and following their career how do you feel about the lakers fans who are like kind of hating on LeBron because they're like, Kobe's the best ever. Mm. Yeah, I mm. think they're idiots. I think <laughs> I think like that, made, that drives me crazy because LeBron is so amazing to watch. And it's yeah. just like, why do you have to, uh, you know, uh, attack his game or or talk about the superiority of, of another player you like more for whatever reason? It's it's also like I think that's also such a marginal, tiny population. It's yes. like such a it's such a. It's like the Jill Stein voter of NBA <laughs> fan. It's just like there's so few actual people who uh, are like are like LeBron sucks mm. despite him being like yeah. I'm a Laker fan and I think Le- I hate that LeBron's here. I don't think that's much of a population. Like uh, the first I-, I went to the first preseason game 
at Staples Center that LeBron didn't even play in, mm. and the number of LeBron jerseys was crazy. It was I felt nice. like 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 one out of every six people in the arena was wearing a, a Lakers LeBron jersey that they just gotten because yeah. you know I, I think there's I think overwhelmingly among the Lakers fans there there is excitement that he is here and that's rational because yeah. he's great yeah. he's made the team better. Yeah, I I think anyone who dislikes LeBron, I get people who are like, well, I don't like him because he keeps beating my team. Right, but, right. But at the same time, it's like you have to appreciate how amazing he is. Yeah. Exactly. He's so fun to watch. Right. I think I, I buy like maybe a little bit after the decision. Even I after the decision, I was like, that was like done so poorly that yeah. I was kind of like, oh, that was really mean to Cleveland. And I was like, kind of like, like, you know, what the, what the fuck, man? You know, like that, that was, I, I feel like that was kind of the, I feel like I don't feel that, that way now, LeBron. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully on board with all of your decisions. We know you're listening <laughs> yeah. on your birthday. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's, uh, uh, that was maybe the one period where like that one season in Miami where I, I sort of got people hating on him. Mm. But other than that, he's just so great. He's such, so spectacular to watch. Yeah. It's just like, why would you think this is bad for basketball? This right. is wonderful. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't like him during that season when, when he was in Miami because that's when the Mavs were like, you know, that was their one oh, yeah. shot at the championship. So I had to kind of hate him in that moment. Right. But I've turned around on him. I'm a, I'm a fan now. That ended up being a great storyline, though. Yeah. I mean, that was just that was that uh, that season culminating in Dirk's title was was rad. Yeah. Um. And yeah, yeah, that was a that Mavs championship team was a lot of fun. Totally. What do you think the playoffs are going to look like this year? Oh boy. Uh, I. So we're we're you know like a, a f- about what six weeks off from the trade deadline. We're we're approaching the midway point of the season. I think that we're going to see. I, I think we're going to see the the Warriors make the Western Conference Finals at minimum. I honestly think they're probably just going to go into the finals and and win in like five or six games, and yeah. it's just going to be another anticlimactic finale because that's just how the their their run has been. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations, Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Have thank another you. ring you can put on. Um, but uh, I do get all of their rings. Yeah, that's, it's it's an interesting perk of having a basketball podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you get the the championship rings are your favorite team. Um, yeah, I. I, uh, I I think it's probably just going to be the Warriors, but I think if anything interesting, it could happen. You know, maybe the Nuggets make some noise. I mean, they're they're really good. I don't think the Lakers are quite gonna gonna be. They might make like the Western Conference Finals, but I think that was that's where they they're gonna peak. Yeah. I think the East is gonna be pretty interesting because I think you yeah. could see you know uh, the Raptors, the Bucks, mm-hmm. the Celtics all have a shot, and and I kind of put my money on the Raptors making it to the finals this year. And possibly winning, depending yeah. on the matchup and injuries. You know, they could do it. Yeah, yeah, they do seem like they could win it all. I yeah. mean, they're really good. Yeah, and they've been really holding the number one spot in the East. So yeah, it's it's been really them and the Bucks going going back and forth lately. Like, and mm-hmm. I think the I, I just the, they're they're just so good, and they're you know, it's weird that that coaching change seems to have. I don't know if that's that was the difference maker or not. I don't know if Nick Nurse coming in is is the reason they're you know obviously that's not the only they they had, they had a major personnel change as well. But it, he's it, it does seem like that team is playing so so well and so confidently, and I wonder if that will translate into a deep playoff run because they yeah. they just they have that experience on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you growing up in the L.A. area? Yes. The Lakers weren't playing at Staples Center before. That's a newish 
uh, stadium, right? Yeah, I mean, it was the early 2000s, maybe maybe even the year 2000 was when they moved there. Uh, they The Great Western Forum was before that. Did you um, go and see games? I never saw there? a Lakers game at the Great Western mm. Forum. No, yeah, I, ne- I never, I never went and saw him play there. My parents did. Mm. My parents saw. I think the, I think they even saw a Jerry West team. They saw oh, like wow. that long ago. They, okay. they saw the the Lakers there. Um, but that was like a crazy hot ticket back in the the Showtime era. I yeah, think that was the kind of thing of like you just. It, it was it, impossible. Yeah, it was like financially out of re- out of reach of a lot of people. Um, but yeah, no, I never went there. So you started seeing them at Staples Center live? Yes, my I, my first live Lakers games were watching them at Staples, and that was me as a, I think maybe the first one, I, first time I went was in college, hmm. um, and it was against the Blazers, if I'm correct, because Shaq was playing. It was a Shaq, oh, nice. Shaq era team. Yeah. You got to see Shaq play. Yeah. So you have a food podcast. I sure do. Do you any arena food that you like to get or uh, wow? Yeah, now now we're in my wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually I like as Staples Center specifically has some yeah. really good food options. Uh, Ludo Bird, I think, is probably oh, your best bet. Ludo's yeah. really good. What do you get there? Um, I like to get the uh, hot rub chicken sandwich. Yes, yeah, that 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 hot rub is is nice. It's not too spicy, yeah. and they got the, they've got a selection of sauces there. Um, they you know what they kind of they kind of. I'm gonna say dumb down the sauces a little bit. Mm-hmm. They use, they at one point had like a Bernays. They had like some some more you know uh, some sauces that you wouldn't typically see. Yeah. Um, it, it, and now they just have like you know like ranch and Thousand Island, mm-hmm. which are which are good. They're perfectly serviceable. Yeah. Honey mustard, but they they had some more exotic sauces for a time. Um, but the yeah. biscuits are so good. Biscuits too. are very good. Yeah. They get like a little a little lavender, a little kiss of honey. Mm-hmm. Um, they're delightful. Uh, the and yeah, they got a good slaw there. So I'll go to Ludo Bird. Uh, BS Taqueria. Is a is a good bet. You know the actual BS Taqueria is just like it's it's much better. But this is a pretty good approximation mm. um, with arena caliber food. Uh, you know they got tacos and nachos there. Um, and honestly, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of of uh, getting a Wetzel pretzel there, mm. especially as a as a sort of halftime treat. Mm-hmm. And then also I'll do that in Arena McDonald's. They oh. got a really, they got a really good McDonald's there. Nice. Um, on the third level, right? Uh, they might have one on the third level. I, the, the first level, they have one as well. Oh, um, really? And uh, and then you know, with with the king being there, now you got to hit up that that Blaze Pizza. Oh right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is he like a part owner or something? He is. Yeah, he's got a he's got a share in Blaze Pizza. Oh, interesting. Do you guys remember it was like before the season? It was a really weird thing where. Uh, so like Blaze Pizza tweeted, like, I think Blaze Pizza tweeted out something about like uh, having a new deal or something for, uh, what was the context? Oh, it was like the season coming up and they were, they're teasing some new deal they had (laughs) and LeBron tweeted at them like, uh, uh, sounds good. Maybe I'll hit you up. Culver City question mark. (laughs) And so, and so like there's a Blaze Pizza in Culver City. And so people were like, oh, LeBron's going to be there. And like a thousand people lined up in Blaze Pizza the next day. And he just didn't show up. <laughs> it was just like, what? Wait, what? This wasn't a promotion. This was just like a lark you had. This was just like a random thought, and you decided not to follow up on it. Oh man, so he's weird. just drumming up business. Yeah, yeah I he's guess like, so. our Culver City location is really down. Can you yeah. just like say Culver yeah. City in a tweet? <laughs> LeBron saying Culver City question mark is worth tens of thousands of dollars in retail sales. Yeah. Or maybe he drove by and was like, oh my god, there's like a thousand people. Yeah. Here. He didn't connect it to yeah. him. It's yeah. like, oh boy, big line. He's like, I that. really want pizza, <laughs> yeah. but I can't take this. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. 
Um, but yeah, they actually had a pizza for, and I don't know why they don't still have it on the menu. They they just had it for his first night called the LeBron. Oh. Um, it was very uh, lucky enough to it, to attend the 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 first LeBron game, the first regular season game, a- and it was really good. It had like a, I think it had chicken. Um, it had a, it was a little spicy. It had a, 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 a had some uh, I don't know if it was jalapenos. Or, yeah, I think it had roasted red peppers and maybe a jalapeno. Um, and it, it, it was it was really it was like his favorite. Mm. And I was like, they should just have this on the menu always. They yeah. Have a LeBron pizza because this would sell out every single night. Totally, but it was just a one night only thing. It seemed kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah, yeah. Even in their regular locations, I'm right. sure people would love that. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. They definitely should do that. But they can just build it, right? That's the whole thing. I've never been there. <laughs> You're supposed to like build your own ingredients. Right? Yeah, I'm not that imaginative. Yeah. I don't have the I, I don't have the patience to try to divine the perfect combination. I just try to take one of the prefab ones. But oh, if there's okay. one, if there's one just called the LeBron, I'm definitely going to that. Yeah, okay. I hate a build your own. Yeah, yeah it's too I, much pressure. Well, also really I'm is. like, I'm not a chef. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> right, this Thank combination you. could suck. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's all my fault because I'm the one who made it. Ah, uh, why did I think pineapple and green olives would work? Because <laughs> I'm thinking, That's a fool, disgusting. And and so oh. on the flip side of that, when you're at home watching a game, yes. what kind of snacks or drinks are you into? That's a great question. I actually. You know, now that you mention it, I find myself cooking a lot during games. Oh. It's like, because our setup is we have our kitchen is, it's like an open, uh, uh, our apartment has like an, uh, the kitchen is open facing the living room. So I can just have the TV on uh, a game and then I'll just be, I can just be cooking something and kind of like, you know, three quarters watching it in the background. And especially if I'm, wa- if I'm making something that like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cooking up a pot of chili or something, mm-hmm. something oh, yeah. that is just going to sit there and simmer for a bit. It actually works really well. Uh, but as far as snacks wings big wings guy if i'm gonna if i'm gonna order something i think that's like kind of the ultimate snack um i don't like being uh this is this is counter to that i don't like being too greasy or too messy so like i like if it is i am gonna have some wings i'll be like a little binge of eating wings and then i'll go wash my hands because i don't like having like like gooey greasy hands the whole game um uh, you know chips lunch on some chips and some nuts handful of nuts um, but I'm, mo- I'm more of a beverage guy. I feel like that's the thing. Mm. Like I like to have like a little something with a little effervescence, uh, s- uh, some sparkling water, maybe a nice cold brew dog if I want to get nuts. Yeah, uh, just depends. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you you go to a lot of games, but you, but you watch the rest of them at home. Um. Yeah. Games. I, yeah. It's an unhealthy habit. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I go to a good number of games. I have a season ticket package that I split with a friend. Uh, uh, shout out to my friend David Phillips, DP. Um, and uh, we, we, so we take it, we split it down the middle, and then I, I use th- that's about twenty games, and then I'd say I attend most of those. Um, some of those I sell if it's just like. You know, if the if your beloved warriors are in town, it's like there's <laughs> such a, like a premium you can get from reselling that ticket on the yeah. secondary, secondary market. That's kind of hard to justify it attending. Mm. Um, but uh, it's a uh, yeah. I go to I go go to a good number of games each season, um, and then yeah, I watch the I watch a lot of Lakers games. I'd say I probably end up watching sixty to seventy percent of the season, the regular Lakers regular season. Um, and then I, I try to watch some of the big national games as well, as, as many as I can. Um, I, I love the league. I'm a big NBA fan, mm. and, and I love you know the marquee players, and, and, and so it's, it's fun to watch those matchups. Yeah. Um, are you voting in the All-Star voting right now? Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. Are you guys? Are I, you? I've done it two days. Yeah. I haven't done it yet, but we this were This is curious. the first time I've ever done it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I uh, I usually do. I usually will cast a vote, um, and I will like give myself a little bit of a rule. Usually, like I don't. Well, I mean, I would never vote for a Celtic, so that's kind of my one like ironclad <laughs> thing. Um, so uh, and, and yeah, I might like be like no Warriors either, no Celtics, mm-hmm. no Warriors, just something to just kind of mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think I'll probably have to vote. I mean, I have to vote for LeBron, especially right. yeah. with them on the Lakers. So I'll, I'll do that at minimum. So who else would you vote for? Mm. Is this is this taboo to ask who, yeah. like kind of in political elections right. where you can't really ask who people voted for? But. Yeah, I need to be 500 feet legally away from <laughs> where you're recording a basketball podcast to answer this question. Um, yeah, I think it's... Uh, uh, I, so we we get we get two guards, two front, three front court players yeah. in each conference. Um, I'm worried I'm going to leave someone out, but uh, I I mean you know if we if we start with the West uh, guard, I feel like I mean I just love Res- Westbrook so much. I love oh, Russ yeah. so much. He's mm-hmm. he's just so fun. Uh, I think I'd go with Westbrook, and I think I would honestly as as much of a tear as Harden's on. I think I would go with Dame Lillard just because he's I I like watching him play more, mm-hmm. and I think Harden's probably going to get in it anyway. So like that's like a situation where it's like oh, I'd rather give my, I'd rather throw my vote to a player I'm personally a fan of. Um, at forward, you know, gotta gotta have LeBron in there. Gotta have the King. Um, I mean, Durant would get one of the slots, but if you're if I'm excluding Warriors. Uh, Hmm, who else could we throw in there? Uh, Doncic. I mean, I honestly might give him a vote just because yeah. he's so he's he's such a he's such a fun player. I don't think he's one of the best ten players in the league, mm-hmm. but I mean, like it would be it would be awesome to see him there. Um, and then who am I missing? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I not thinking of? Uh, 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 I should look at my list. Yeah, without yeah. the without the without the whole league in front of me, I'm wor- I'm just worried I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> overlook someone with my minimum with my last spot. I mean, I like Steven Adams. Um, He's having a great year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think also, I don't I don't know how you feel about the Clippers, but I also love Montrez. Lou Williams. You know oh, what? Lou Williams is great too. Montrez, I think, is actually like a great pick to, th- to throw in there. I think that would be like, a, yeah, Lou's having a great season, but I, I think like as a, as, as a third forward, yeah, that, that yeah. might be my guy. Uh, I also wrote down DeAndre Ayton and Kelly Oubre just for Suns oh, <laughs> representation. But DeAndre's playing well. I mean, like he Ayton's a Ayton's a, a good player. I think he's a good pick. You know, he's kind of a throwback sort of big. Mm. Uh, but it'd be. Uh, I hope he prospers. I hope that that Suns team turns around despite their. I will say because I, I I told you before we recorded before we started recording that we by uh, by by podcast Doughboys did a live show in Phoenix recently. I got a huge pop from that Phoenix crowd by saying that uh, uh, by saying uh, "fuck Robert Sarver." <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you want good heat in the uh, in the Phoenix area, go after the Suns owner. Everyone hates him. Yeah, everyone hates him. He keeps threatening oh, to right. move the team. And my sister and her husband, who keep, who still live in Phoenix, are constantly sending me things about how horrible he is. Yeah, he seems like a real jerk. Yeah, he just likes right. to hold the city hostage to get what he wants. Just a just an awful man, just a truly awful man. Yeah, and he's also like this is the other thing like like okay, most billionaires are going to be bad people, but like if you're going to own an NBA team, at least be willing to spend to be on yes. top of that to be like cheap to be yeah. like a, like a penny pinching owner is just like oh that's just shitty. What it are you is. doing? What are you doing to your fans? Why even own a team if you just want to use it as a profit center? Right. Agreed. Yeah, I think that there has to be some like love in it because you're not necessarily gonna. You know, like with the Suns, they're not doing so great, but you have right. to stick with it. And 
you know, Aiton's very green. Um, Booker's pretty young too. The whole yes. team's very young. Mm-hmm. And if you're willing to grow it, you know, yeah, it could pay off. All right, I need to I need to backpedal for one second. <laughs> Um, because I, I may have, I may have caused some sort of incident here in the oh, NBA. No. I somehow, you know, thinking through the whole league in the top of your head, sometimes you forget a team, sometimes you forget a player. I overlooked Anthony Davis. Oh yes. And Anthony Davis, of course, is probably the, probably the best player in the league. Of course, belongs on the, the West All-Stars. I hope this does not affect his decision to possibly want to sign with the Lakers <laughs> down the line. We love you here in L.A. So please, A.D., I accept my apologies. We and know you're he, listening. He does. Listen, he does uh, yeah, he's written to us. He's <laughs> a big fan. Yeah, he's a, he loves a, loves Amir's Buckets podcast. A big NBA <laughs> podcast guy, yeah. Yeah, can't. It's it's hard to have all those players in your head. Yeah. I when I first was looking, I totally bypassed LeBron's picture, and then I was like, "Wait, what's missing from this?" Right. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> LeBron, how could you do that on There's his little... birthday?" Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could just talk about the East too. Um, who do you have on your list? Um, so on the East, I felt like the East. I don't know very well mm. because I haven't been paying attention to the league in general for that long. Kawhi. So I actually did not put him on, which I I forgot him as well. Mm. But uh, I for guards I put down Kemba Walker just because I really like I him. I love Kemba. Walker. He's having a great season. Yeah, He's such a cutie. Um, and I put Kyrie only. You know. I I think he's great. I know, you know, people hate the Celtics, (laughs) but I just think he's really a fun player to watch as well. Undeniably a a great player, a great talent. It's just a shame he plays for the Celtics and he's (laughs) disqualified. I also put Joel Embiid for um, the front court because he's very goofy. And we've been watching a lot of like Instagram videos of him. He's also, you know, great a great basketball player. Yeah. Right. But he, there was a great video with him. He was mic'd up and journeys. Don't stop believing came on <laughs> and he started singing along and he doesn't know any of the lyrics. <laughs> and it was super funny. So I was like, Oh, vote for him. That's great. He also was like kicking a basketball, like a soccer ball for yeah. like, a full two minutes. Everyone else is like very seriously warming up before <laughs> right. a game. And he's just goofing off and was like dancing. <laughs> If I tried to kick a uh, a basketball like a soccer ball for even like if I even tried to do it twice, I would somehow like tear both my ACLs. <laughs> yeah, just, like the amount of athleticism to do that is like yeah. crazy. I can't even imagine it hurts. Yeah. Those basketballs are so hard. Yeah, I can't imagine. I don't get it. Kicking so much, one and so much larger than a soccer ball. It's yeah, just, yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah. All right. Uh. My picks. Yes. I would be. I'm. I'm. Oh. Sorry. You have more. Right. No. 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 Go ahead. Um. I largely largely in in sync with you. Uh, my guards, I would go, uh, I would also do Kemba, but I'd throw in a, a Victor Oladipo as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, for the front court, uh, got to have Embiid in there. Got to have Giannis in there. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then, uh, and then the, the, the pivot spot beyond that. Hmm. It's, a, it's tough. It's a little, it's Jimmy a little Butler? tricky. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, w- he's in the East now. I guess he yeah. qualifies. I think I, yeah, I might throw Butler in there. I also really like Siakam. Uh, oh, yeah. And I don't know. I I was also thinking, I wonder how many people are voting for the same people every day right. versus mixing it up because there are too many players, I think, yeah. that I would want to vote for 
How many alt accounts is Kevin Durant using to vote for himself <laughs> every day? Also, why does why do they let you vote every day? It feels like everyone should just get one vote and then right. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it helps anything to have multiple. So you're votes. for one person, one vote. I just feel like <laughs> yeah. wow, bold stance. Okay. I just feel like it's easy to like you know write a bot that's gonna vote for whatever definitely whoever a million times it also just asks you when you go to submit your vote it's like is this a shared computer i'm like well no it's not but i'm gonna say yes it is (laughs) (laughs) so you don't stop me (laughs) so yeah i don't know uh i'm just excited to i feel like i just turned 18 and this is my first time voting and it's really exciting have yeah. you ever sat courtside at a game? No. Oh my god, the stress. I would. Li- I mean, I would love it. it. It's it's financially so far out of reach for the LA teams. Yeah, There's actually like they do a promotion at the um, at Staples Center at Lakers games where it's like if you win this, it, you, I think it's you listen to Mason in Ireland, this local radio show, mm-hmm. and you can win. Uh, it used to be courtside seats. And then they moved it to like, you win second row seats. Mm. And then now it's, you can win fifth row seats. Like they keep moving back as, as tickets get more expensive. Oh, They're like, okay. this promotion yeah. is unsustainable. Yeah. So you can't even win your way to courtside anymore. No. Uh, I, I think like, you know, it's it probably the move is just to go to another city that, that with a city with a bad team and, mm. and, and see if you can get cheap courtside seats uh, off StubHub or something. We've talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Going to Phoenix because they, they are pretty cheap. Her sister went to a game recently and sat courtside. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how much it was, but I, it, from what it sounds like, it was pretty cheap. And they were watching like the Suns versus like Sacramento or something. So sure. it was, if I'm sure if the Lakers came, yeah. courtside seats would be, you know, still very expensive. Yeah. Oh, but. for sure. And but the yeah. Clippers ones are expensive too. They're like two grand still. So I yeah. can't even imagine how much the Lakers are. Yeah. It's, it's, they, you just need to give the title of your of your car. It's basically, <laughs> that's, that's required. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's so so expensive. Also, too, like, and I think we talked about a lot of this while we were watching this game of uh, just the 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 anxiety of like someone diving for a loose ball yeah. and yeah. like you spilling your large popcorn everywhere. <laughs> yes. I think it's just ev- ever present. And I can I kind of like live for that. I think mm. that would actually be kind of exciting to to be a part of that moment, to be on that, to be the doofus on that yeah. highlight reel. Um, <laughs> Like picking popcorn, my like yeah, popcorns everywhere. Backwards. I'm picking my glasses up off the floor, <laughs> which I don't wear. I just appeared for this highlight. Uh, it's a uh, it, yeah. I, I do. I, I would kind of like like to in have that moment, uh, and and also just to like to see that perspective because it's just so crazy. I, I remember uh, I I have a friend of a friend who sat courtside uh, through some of the talent agencies in LA, mm-hmm. like they have courtside seats and so they'll just give them to clients. So that's why you'll see sometimes like a rotating cabal of celebrities mm-hmm. just sitting in the same seats is because they're just like, uh, so, so, uh, a, a friend of a friend was represented by one of these agencies, got to sit in these seats and said like, yeah, during the game, uh, I heard that this was when Julius Randall was on the Lakers. Like, yeah, Luke, Luke Walton and, and Julius Randall, like getting into a fight. And Randall was like, like, fuck you coach. I was like, I was like, Oh my oh. God, that's crazy. You get to hear like, like intense, like oh behind God. the scenes gossip. That I'm never so pick jealous. Up on TV. I know. So it'd be amazing to be like around something like that. Yeah. We talk about like that was one of our goals with doing the show is that we eventually want to sit courtside so that we can hear what kind of shit they're talking. Yeah. Like, the yeah. jokes that they're making. Cause they're always laughing with the warriors in particular. Anyone sitting on the bench looks like they're having the best time of their life. They're like right. joking with each other. They're like guffawing. Like yeah. Slapping knees. Like I'm whenever like, Curry's about? not playing 
he's like cracking jokes and everyone's cracking up. I'm like, is he actually funny? Yeah. Right. I don't know that he is. Maybe he is, but I just want to hear for myself. He's just, he's just quoting Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> still, it's still just killing. Yeah. All these guys can't get enough. They're like, yeah. Milk was a bad choice. Uh-uh. <laughs> Steph, you're crazy for this one. That would be so disappointing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Behind the bench and that was what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I do wonder though, if it would be fun to watch, cause you're not catching all of the game that you see when you're slightly right. higher up or watching on TV. I don't think it's the best viewing angle. And I think if you see, uh, cause, uh, I, I think Denzel sits up a few rows and mm-hmm. I, I think some of the NBA fans who are a little bit more like, like intensely focused on the game, like to sit up a little bit higher. Cause it's just, I remember Mitch Kupchak, uh, he, he sits up at, uh, when he was the GM for the Lakers now with the, the Hornets, um, he, uh, he sat up about 10 rows. He mm-hmm. had like a little bit of a higher angle. So I, I think, yeah, I think from a, from actually watching the game perspective, it's not great. It's more just for that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Does Jack Nicholson still sit courtside <laughs> on the, for the Lakers? He does, and he has a security guard who like sits right behind his seat just to make sure no one approaches him. Oh my it's, god! It's kind of a thing of like, and and that security guard I think has one of the worst jobs because they just have to be facing away from the court, yeah. <laughs> and so just all this action is going on. They're just watching to make sure no one crazy comes up and tries to get Jack's autograph or whatever. Hopefully, he's not a basketball fan. Yeah. The guard? Yeah. Because yeah. then he'd just be like, oh man, what's happening behind me? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot has happened since we last recorded. We went on a little holiday hiatus. Uh, so to catch up, we do a segment called Previously on Basketball. Previously on Basketball. Basketball. <laughs> 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 okay. LeBron will miss several games due to significant groin strain on Christmas Day. Indiana Pacers hire Kelly Klauskopf as NBA's first female assistant GM. Ratings for NBA games on Christmas Day are highest since 2011. Cantor with stitches unknowingly ejected during Knicks Bucks fight. LeBron's comments on playing with Anthony Davis inspired NBA's email to teams about anti-tampering. KD says he wouldn't want to play with LeBron. LeBron was pissed. Ben Simmons was not impressed with Jazz fans' insults. After breaking his slump, Clay says, I missed you to his hand. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) which one of these do we want to talk about? The, that last one, Clay, last night, they played against uh, Portland in Portland. He, the Warriors. Yeah, Warriors. He started hitting threes and at one point turned to his hand and mouthed, I missed you. That's the corniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It's pretty great. <laughs> this guy's the worst. I don't like him. I'm sorry. I kind of love him because, first of all, he's a huge Weed boy. He, weed boy. You know, he's a big pothead. Uh, well, I would not say not so fast on that. <laughs> uh, as this uh, this tweet I retweeted that I retweet frequently shows, uh, Clay, uh, Clay is quoted as saying, I don't smoke weed. I smoke clowns like you on the b-ball court. 
I show this and it's like it's a very serious photo of him standing against a wall. This is the thing he did with SI. Why would he pair that photo with that? I don't know. Don't what's think it was his choice. So here's here's what I love about him. Yes. He he is yes, he is super corny. He's very ridiculous. Taking right. Instagram models to an island uh is ridiculous. But Everyone on the team says he's the funniest guy on the team yeah. because I think they're laughing at him. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, he's he's a uh he's an interesting character. I like Clay a lot. I mean, I like his game. I think he's 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 a great shooter. His his dad um uh, Michael Thompson was a was a Laker and is the uh, color commentator for the Lakers radio broadcast oh, cool. and he is a it's like it's interesting to hear him talk about his son because he'll it, like he'll drop things at occasion of like Clay doesn't get his paycheck the paycheck comes to me and then like I give him like a ch- uh, like an allowance oh wow Michael Thompson is this famous like tightwad he's like super super strict with with money uh-huh. um then I guess that's sort of like uh that's that's continued a, on a generation um but uh it's uh, I I like Clay a lot and. Yeah, it it is kind of like he's living out a like it, it's like almost like he's a he was a little boy who got turned into a basketball player and that's like how the way he's <laughs> he living it big? out. Yeah, he got bigged. <laughs> and, and, and now he's like cuz that, that whole thing of like like taking a a, a, bunk, a bunch of Instagram models on a to like on a cruise for like a as like a holiday. That's just such like a, the the choice that like a a, a, child. a teen boy would yeah. make. Yeah. Yeah. Or or I mean it feels like a very teen boy thing to look at your hand and say, I missed you <laughs> <laughs> in that area. He also like the, there was a period of time. They don't do it so much anymore, but there was a period of time where Steph and Draymond had this prank going where whenever one was giving an interview, the other one would throw water on their head. Oh, right. And they were like trying to get each other. And then there's one, there's a great video that you can find on YouTube where Steph throws water on Clay's head and he just doesn't react. <laughs> he <laughs> continues with the interview and the the lady, I think it it might have been Roz who was interviewing him. She was like, aren't you going to say anything? You just got water dumped on your head. And he just like tried to answer her question. It's the, I mean, that's the funniest choice you can make. He's not <laughs> reacting to that. Yeah. And of course, the thing that, that you know, that got passed around a lot of, is when they it was just like a random like New York uh, like local news report where oh, he was yeah. like just talk like they were just interviewing people on the street about scaffolding, scaffolding. <laughs> and he was just like one of the t- one of the people that got a little got an interview. They like didn't know who he yeah, was yeah, when yeah, they yeah. interviewed him. He was like, "Yeah, I'll talk about scaffolding." Right. <laughs> I did not. So see strange. That. Um. So we a couple other things on here. We actually have a clip. Do we want to play the LeBron clip where he's talking about KD? Now, one of the guys people have sort of loved to, in their fa- in their fantasy basketball, uh-huh. put you with is the idea of Kevin Durant. Yeah. He's got an option to become a free agent this summer. But then he had quotes recently yeah. saying that he doesn't think it's comfortable for other elite players yeah. to play with you. He called the media environment around you, quote, toxic. <laughs> what did you think when you heard him say all that? Uh, I was a little pissed off when I first heard it, um, to be honest. Um, I-, I didn't know where it stemmed from. So... Um, I was pissed, my family was pissed, my friends was pissed. We just didn't know why, you know, at this point in time in the season that, you know, my name or, or, or what I've done in my career was kind of talked about like that. So, um, you know, I don't feel like it's ever been toxic um, around me. And when I, when I hear toxic, I automatically thought like, you know, toxic is like you, you don't never, you don't want to be around that because it's almost like a, it's almost like a, a fatal disease. You don't want to be around that. 
He goes on to say that uh, he talked to Durant on the phone and they're cool now. Yeah. But... Katie I, probably came to him with his tail between his legs like, I'm sorry. I didn't well, I think he, he was probably... I think he... In the interview, LeBron says that Katie said that it was like twisted his words were twisted mm. which is not true yeah, yeah. Well, i said toxic i meant like the britney spears yeah. song <laughs> like super good yeah, and yeah. danceable yeah um but i would i would say that i wouldn't want to be around lebron's media you know tornado i understand specifically for kd too for like his self-interest of his whole thing of like the criticism he got for going to golden state is that he joined a at an joined a championship caliber team already yeah and uh you was I don't think this is true, but was criticized for just being along for the ride. And um, and if he goes and joins LeBron, it's just that it's just the sequel of that, right? right? Like right. it's it's another it's again a situation where he's going to be the uh, second banana to you know to Steph and then 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 to LeBron. So I think I see it for his self interest, him wanting to set something up on his own. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he could I don't do see that, that happening at all. He could go to the Nets and be perfectly happy, or right. wh- or whoever in New York Knicks. And mm, can anyone be perfectly happy on the Knicks? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a bold statement. But uh, but you know, have his own team kind of like right. built around him. Yeah, I, I and I kind of hope he does that because it would mm. be good for the league to have him go someplace, especially go to the East and and beef up that conference. By the way, that yeah. that interview with uh, LeBron, he's talking to, to Rachel Nichols. Do you think while he was having that conversation, like from his point of view, uh, she just kept turning into a giant glass of wine, like in a cartoon? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it was also it, it aired on Christmas Day. Yeah. So it was like right before the holidays. He's like, I just want to be cozying by a fire, yeah. <laughs> drinking a huge glass of wine. Four bottles of five hundred dollar <laughs> Cabernet. Like, just for me. Who's allowed to just show up to work with a glass of wine I like know. that? Like I'm so Well jealous. he wasn't playing. It's still his job. <laughs> he was <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Like he knows he's going to be on camera walking in with that glass of wine. I mean, it's, it was a statement. It's great. It's a power move. He's, yeah. he, he's, it, I mean, it's, he's the best. It is, he has reached that threshold where, like, if that was your friend, you'd be a little worried about him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like their Instagram and then maybe DM him, like, hey, is everything all right, man? <laughs> having a lot of wine. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Anthony Davis um, and his little dinner with LeBron? Right. Uh, yeah, that was like I mean, you know, because they they had the whole uh, the whole tampering scandals a little bit in the right. rearview mirror now. Uh, LeBron's comments, and then they had I guess after the the Lakers Pelicans game, um, I did not go to that game, but but I but I watched it on TV, and the, the Lakers played really well, and uh, and and won, uh, and uh, I guess they had a little dinner afterwards. Mm. But it, it it I understand the NBA's concerns about tampering, but also. But like what now what is the rule like you're not allowed to like persuade people to come to your team? I think that's the problem is like what is the rule? Yeah, it's right. so ambiguous and it's so rarely it's so sporadically enforced. Right. Like they if they want to have an anti-tampering rule then like make it clear and enforce it whether yeah. it's the best player face of the league or whether it's uh, you know a, a, a GM somewhere just saying something in an interview. Right. And like was it an issue with Tyson Chandler or did that just happen so fast that like nobody had time to be like, this is tampering. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the other thing. Cause it's like, you look at if every time there's the free agencies, it, it, like, like if, if tampering rules were actually enforced, like there, every agent and every, there'd be so many fines going yeah. around because free agency hits and then 1201 
there are already deals in place. Like, right. there's no way this happened in without, one minute. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no one picked up the phone <laughs> at midnight, and then they so they they faxed over a contract and yeah. got signed in a sixty second span. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and uh, journalists, you know, are going to continue to ask LeBron about this stuff. Like, do you right. want to play with Anthony Davis? And he said, yeah. And of course, he wants to play with Anthony Davis. What's he supposed to say? Yeah. Be like, no. Screw that guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, play this clip from Ennis Cantor. Is it Ennis? I don't know how to say his name. I don't know. What happened to your eye? And I know you've got stitches, correct? Yeah, three stitches. What's your take on what happened out there on the floor and what was the deal with the second tech? On what? The second technical. Did I get second technical? I got ejected? Whoa, <laughs> doing what? I got ejected, really? <laughs> Doing what? Well, I mean, I guess you gotta uh, respect the refs, but whoa, okay. I got ejected. I mean, I was getting my uh, eyes stitched, so got ejected. Cool. <laughs> he sounds like such a child. I love his reaction, though. <laughs> he was, he is clearly hurt. Yeah. So he got elbowed. That rules. He, <laughs> it's really well, funny. he elbowed Giannis, and then Thon on the Bucks elbowed him and like caused that injury in his eye that he was getting stitched up. Yeah. Um, I don't know why no one told him he was ejected. <laughs> I thought that was a funny reaction. I thought that was funny too. So we watched, you very kindly came over to producer Gabe's house and watched with us the Bulls at Wizards game on December 28th, or that originally aired on December 28th. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a podcast involved. You guys just said that, and I was like, I'm in. <laughs> and I watched a two-day-old game between two of the league's worst teams, for sure. Wow. Uh, and uh, we had some snacks out and uh, really made it a party. Uh, so great spread here. You guys have, you guys have some great snacks. Thank you. That's a, that's like one of our key elements of basketball is just snack food related <laughs> stuff. That's true. <laughs> I will say like, it, it was nice to have not just like, uh, you know, cause I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm, I'm often a chips guy. It's nice just not just to have chips and dips. It was like, you, you guys had some, you guys had some cheeses. You guys had some, uh, uh, some cucumbers and some carrots. You could dip in some hummuses. It was, it was <laughs> nice. quite delightful. We're Thank glad you. you enjoyed it. Yeah. So uh, let's meet the boys. Oh, great group of guys. <laughs> um, so from the Wizards, the Wizards have a lot of injuries right now. Um, so their starting team was... Is that Gandalf? <laughs> I'm into it. Um, so the starting team is um, Thomas Satoransky, Bradley Beal, Trevor Ariza, Jeff Green, Thomas Bryant, and their coach is Scott Brooks. So we had four injured players, John Wall, Markeith Morris, Dwight Howard, and someone else. Uh, Otto yeah. Porter Jr. was out. Yeah. Otto Porter yeah. Jr. And then on the Bulls, we have... The Bulls. <laughs> Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, Justin Holiday, Lori Markkanen. Markkanen? Markkanen, sorry. Wendell Carter Jr. And their coach is Jim Boylan. Yeah. The newly appointed yeah. Jim Boylan. Fred Hoiberg got uh, fired midseason. 
they brought in Boylan and Boylan, no one likes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> such a, it's been such a weird coaching situation yeah. there. So we, you know, we gave you the option to choose yes. a game between a few options. And this is the one you wanted to watch. I, you know, it was because I watch mostly Lakers games and mm-hmm. I watch a, the and the other team, the other games I watch are, you know, big national games that tend to be teams that are good. Yeah. Uh, and so I, you know, the I, I, I kind of felt like we're here in bowl game season. We're around the, the first of the year. You know, let's. Let's check in, check out the Hindenburg Bowl. Let's watch <laughs> two of the worst teams, uh, uh, just that are just uh, on on bad trajectories, and let's see, uh, let's see them flail at each other. And it, it really delivered. I mean, it was for the most part a pretty bad game. Yeah, yeah. it was competitive, uh, but a, a lot of a lot of the basketball was not particularly fun to watch. Um, it was a uh, 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 yeah, it, 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 a lot of injuries. Jim Boylan and. Um, and Scott Brooks, both uh, both coaches, kind of look like they're men at the end of their rope. So that's yeah. that's a fun element to run with. Yeah, um, I particularly like that you mentioned. I think it was um, Scott Brooks. Looks like he's in a local uh, production of. <laughs> Glengarry Glen Glenn Ross, Gary. yeah, yeah, uh, because he really does. He, he, does yeah. he was barking on the side of the the court, but he looks so sad. They both look Boylan and the Brooks. They both look like different kinds of uh, dads on their way to family court. Like <laughs> oh. <laughs> they both had different problems. Both have different reasons that their marriages failed, but they yeah. both failed. Yeah, uh, it's true. Um, so let's get into the game. All right, so um, the game starts off pretty slow, I feel yeah. like. very slow. Uh, we've got um, announcer Carol Lawson introducing us to her niece at one point in the, <laughs> in the beginning. That really was the, hi- the highlight of the first, <laughs> maybe the whole first half. Yeah, because um, yeah, it was, they showed, they showed a little girl in the, uh, in the crowd, and it was like, it, we were all like, oh, who is trying to figure out which child actor it was? And yeah. it was just the, the, the color commentator's niece. Yeah. I was like, all right, sure. Why she not? She was like, look who it is. Yeah. And we were all like, who? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we also learned pretty early on that the Bulls are last in the league in scoring. So we knew what we were in for. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Wizards have had a horrible season. They've had well. a rough time. A lot of it had to do with the, the injuries. Right. And very, re- very recently, like actually, I think the day after this game aired, we got the the news that John oh, John Wall will be out for the rest of the season with his with his heel injury, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was a lot of Bradley Beal uh, carrying the load in this game. And John Wall has been a real bad boy. He's been, uh, you know, yelling at his coach in the locker room. Right. Uh, you know, th- this team has been involved in a lot of fights. Um, so we just knew that. We were hoping that something would happen. <laughs> right. It didn't. Nothing dramatic happened, unfortunately. Um, and also, they traded away the cu- the cutest boy in the league, Kelly Oubre. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they're all just bummed about that, right? I yeah. would be. <laughs> maybe they're sad they don't see his beautiful eyes anymore. <laughs> there used to be a hunk in this locker room. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure the crowd, you know, and right. that was the other thing you were talking about is the crowd was like yeah. very like energetic and full. 
Yeah, pretty a pretty decent uh, pretty decent sized house. I mean, I guess this was a Friday night game around the holidays, so maybe you know some DC area people were looking for something to do. But I think the Wizards fans are pretty good, and I, I think the Bulls fans, you know, uh, uh, are pretty uh, show up at opposing arenas. So it was it was a pretty good a uh, pretty good pretty good crowd. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will I'll I'll say you know Thomas Bryant is a former Laker. I he, he started at center for this game and had a pretty good game uh, for the Wizards, and I, it's just nice to see him. I, I, like as a fan of like one team, it's it, when when a young guy because Bryant was uh, was on the Lakers for a season, maybe two seasons. Spent a lot of time in the G League and played really well in the G League. Mm-hmm. It was exciting to see. It's exciting to see a guy like that go on to succeed. You kind of like are rooting for him. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad he's having success with the Wizards. I hope he has a, a continued uh, continued career in the NBA. He's a, he's a nice player. He was uh, helping out a lot on, in this game. Yeah, he was great. And we also learned that Beal was at that point second in the east for shooting mm-hmm. is that right for yeah. scoring i believe yeah after yeah. Kawhi. yeah yeah right after yeah. Kawhi. uh so you know potential there yeah so we also um early on in the game we have a loose ball foul do you know what this is nick what a loose ball foul is <laughs> yeah yeah just a just a uh a foul that doesn't involve shooting okay yeah how do they know who it's on though yeah. if the ball's loose <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of technical questions so i apologize uh i mean i think the the refs are you know there's three refs they're looking around the they're they're seeing if there's a there's some sort of contact that there shouldn't be if maybe two guys are are going for a, a, the the aforementioned loose ball maybe mm-hmm. they're trying they're both diving for it and one of them makes an illegal move i think that's what they're looking for okay mm-hmm. speaking of refs that, there by was... the way i just felt very interrogated no i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> we just part of this is are hot we don't know a lot so we're trying to learn yeah we we often hear things and we're like okay cool that was you know this type of foul or whatever and then later on we're like wait what does that mean right (laughs) um so we yeah we're definitely still in the learning stages here um we also uh there was a female ref Mm. um for this game which was really cool and i was trying to look up her name and couldn't find her name in particular um, it's hard, uh, like I, because I, I, the same thing. I was trying to fi- figure out who the officiating crew was, and it's surprisingly hard to. Maybe there's a resource for it, but it's surprisingly hard to find out which officials officiated which particular game in yeah. the past. Yeah. So I, I couldn't figure out exactly who it was. But we did learn that that there, because there's a number of, of of women who are referees in in the NBA. And we did learn that uh, one of the female refs is married to one of the male refs. Oh, there's, yeah. a little, there's a little ref couple in the league, which is so cute. It's yeah. adorable. I wonder if they met while calling a game together. I really hope so. Yeah. Uh, locked eyes um, during a fight or something and trying yeah. to pull people apart. Okay. And it was love from that point on. It's a real romantic comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we ended the first quarter. If you guys don't have anything else no. to say about the first quarter, uh, we ended the first quarter 22-20 with Washington in the lead. Pretty yeah. low, yeah. Scoring. Very low. Pretty um, low scoring. Yeah, it it was not not a lot happened. Uh, you know, there was a there was a nice. So uh, Wendell Carter Jr. had a nice Duncan and one. Um, mm-hmm. that was the 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 one play that kind of stood out. Besides the uh, uh, the the little cut to the Wizards mascot G Wiz. <laughs> that was the only the only other interesting <laughs> oh, thing. Yeah. His, Who, the the mascot is so weird. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan though. His name's G Wiz. He's 
a blue Muppet thing? He's a he's a monster. He's a blue monster. <laughs> he's like the Jim Henson workshop. They like built. They like had a factory error. <laughs> We're like, we need to get rid of this. The wizards like, we'll take it. Yeah, they're like, well, what do we what do we have in the warehouse? Yeah, yeah. put a wizard's hat on him and yeah. send him out there. With this blue abomination. That- <laughs> gonna put an off-the-shelf wizard's cap on from a halloween store <laughs> um, and call him g whiz um but yeah it, the, and they're they're just not not a lot happening besides the the that and the niche shout out um the, wiz- <laughs> the wizards also have a very a very bad road record uh which i'm not sure why that maybe i wrote this down wrong but you know that they, they they so they really needed this home win because they're they're only four and 16 on the road apparently yeah that's that is what i heard as well yeah. and that's I don't know. It makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, uh, so we're going into the second quarter now. Yeah. Because I, I just, I'm really, I'm looking at my notes now. I wrote down second quarter, and next to it, I just wrote the word "sucked." <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, they did. Yeah. The notes speak truth. Uh, yeah. There was it's a very slow. I think Lori Markinen dunked. And that was the most exciting thing that happened the entire second quarter. Yeah, it was pretty. It was within the first uh, the first couple minutes, and he had a, he had a pretty sick dunk. Yeah. Um. And uh, Thomas Bryan also had a really nice block. He had a he oh, just yeah. like really at the the just the apex, just borderline goaltending, but it was a really really good rejection. Um. But yeah, there was. Uh, not a, not a lot happened in this quarter. Very low scoring. I think there was yeah. there, there was like a. I feel like there were. There were it was still like what, what was the, the the score at the end of the second half? It was or then the first 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 half first half or the first quarter. Forty. Yeah. So it's, oh sorry, I, I, I said that's wrong. Twenty two twenty at the end of the first quarter, right? Yeah. yeah. And then forty two forty at halftime. Right. So yeah, not a lot of points were scored, and I think halfway through, most of those points in the second quarter happened in the second half of the second quarter. Yeah. Yes. Like like se- at the seven minute mark or something, it was still it was like twenty nine twenty five. It was so low. They scoring. got a little fire yeah. under their butts. Yeah. As the uh, halftime approach. The announcers did say, like, if if I don't know who was shooting free throws at the end of the second quarter, but if they hadn't made the free throws, it would have been the lowest scoring first right. half of the whole season. Yeah, because there was just like a a little flurry of ineptitude at the end of the half where it was. So there were in the in the final two seconds, uh, there was a a foul on the uh, uh, the 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 Wizards fucked up and and uh, had a a foul on. Uh, the Bulls, a non-shooting foul, but they were in the penalty, so the Bulls got two free throws. And then the other end, Beal drove to the other end and got fouled on a three-point attempt with like .3 seconds left, and so he shot three free throws. So he had five free, thro- five free throws in the final two uh, two seconds that kind of bloated the score there. Yeah, that was it was all free throws. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is, you know, what I watch basketball for. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so now we're at halftime, and we see that they have a dance team completely like with both male and female dancers. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Every team should do that. They yeah. really should. I'm surprised why I, I'm, I'm honestly shocked as a, someone who's been a Lakers fan that they still have Laker girls. Yeah. Like it's, it does feel like such a retrograde thing that they don't just have, they don't for one, just call it like the dance team. Right. Um, but then also like, yeah, yeah. Making it gender inclusive. I thought was, is, is nice. Yeah. We when, only got like four seconds of it, yeah. but yeah. we got the gist. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like good dancers seemed really cool. And whenever there's a all female dance team, producer Gabe likes to say, Finally, something for the fellas. <laughs> <laughs> None of that boring basketball. Let's get to that dance team. <laughs> this is why dad bought these tickets. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe that's why it sticks around. But I just, I feel like at this point, it's not, we're not in the 50s. Right. Uh, let's get some male dancers out there who are also good and, right. you know, not make this a 
sexual thing. For sure. <laughs> um, I just wrote for the third quarter, Ariza tried to do something fun. <laughs> oh, because he tried to do that backwards. Oh, that's right. He yeah, tried layup. to do a layup behind him and it, it did not work. In. Yeah. But at least he made an attempt to do something. Yeah. Would have been nice if it worked out. Yeah. Um, Wanda Carter Jr. had, you know, he's, he had a really nice game and he he had some, he, he was playing well at uh, scoring above a season average. There was a nice, uh, a, Jeff Green had a, a baseline drive and dunk that was quite nice. Mm. Um, here was, here was the, I think, the dominant element of the third quarter is there was like a six-minute interview oh, with yeah. the sideline <laughs> reporter from the Wizards <laughs> And the, so we're watching the Wizards feed, and uh, the sideline reporter of the Wizards is having a, an interview with his friend, the coach of the University of Cincinnati's football team. <laughs> it's just like, wait, why are they interviewing this guy? And for then it, so long. It went on for so long, and then they like minimized the game. They like yeah. made it like a little like corner of the screen, and then it had like the the talking head interview be like almost the <laughs> dominant element in the left corner. I was like, if I was a Wizards fan, or I'd be so frustrated watching this. Broadcast. Yeah, exactly. We was we so were weird. missing a lot of what was happening yeah. in the game and this uh guy was not i mean i think he was talking about like bringing his football players to a game yes <laughs> i don't know i wasn't listening to him i was protesting <laughs> but it really did feel like okay we we have to have something so here's my niece and cut to his friend I know. And i was like they're it, just scrambling for things to talk about it felt like a favor was owed this u of cincinnati coach <laughs> i mean uh, i get if it was like if it was like during a timeout or something then sure but like right. why during gameplay right or if you know you got it you got a a, a, a local uh, like a, a guy who played for the washington you know the, right. the wizards or the bullets like if you've got so, like a, like a legend a hall of famer or someone you yeah. gotta spend some time with i get that but like this was just such a tenuous connection to the <laughs> yeah. event it was so weird um we also too the uh the uh, uh the the wizards announcer buck you know i think the the we're giving him a, hard, a little bit of a hard time but the wizards announced him i think is pretty good mm. um and uh uh but but uh buck had a way of articulating uh, the bulls player uh Archie Diacono. Yeah. <laughs> and it felt like he kept saying, he kept emphasizing it more. Like as the game progressed, he got more into like Archie Diacono. <laughs> it just kept heightening. Yeah. It, he was, uh, it, it made it sound like there was a guy named Archie with the last name of Diacono. Yeah. Right. And, uh, it, yeah, it was a weird pronunciation. Uh, but that being said, Archidiacono was playing a lot right. uh, in the second half and, you know, doing uh, okay. He's in the on the bowls. Is um, he the surfer guy? No, the surfer guy was named Baker. Okay. He was also on the bowls, I believe. Right. Ron Baker, yeah. Mm -hmm. Ron Baker's like he just looks like he's playing the wrong sport. Yeah. He yes. should be he should be in the X games or something. <laughs> Skateboarding. Yeah, he should exactly. be like yeah, like a snowboarder. Yeah. He's got like long feathered seventies hair. Yeah. He's very beefy and not terribly tall. I mean right. he's probably like six something, but Yeah, not very tall in NBA terms. Yeah. But yeah. he's yeah, he's it, it it is he does look like he he's not, you know, uh, uh he looks like a guy who would be like doing a, like a nolly 1080 kick flip or something. <laughs> like he doesn't look like a, a like a, a guy who'd be playing basketball, but he, he did a nice job. Yeah. If he, if I were shooting a 70s period piece surfer movie, I would have him be an extra. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever surfed a big, <laughs> big Kilauea before. Yeah. That's his one line. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in the second half, Bradley Beal kind of steps it up. I feel like he's really doing some dunks he's doing three-pointers he didn't get any three-pointers the whole first half but he starts 
swishing them in. Yeah, that was kind of the I think the story of the thir- of the second half was uh, you know one of the stories of the second half was Beal sort of stepping it up and sort of taking over. And maybe he, he just needed to do just a little bit more um, because the wizards are so, are so shorthanded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he had, he had some nice plays. Uh, he had a really sick, it, we, are we going to the fourth quarter sure. now? Yeah. yeah. So the third quarter ended 72, 74. So it's been fourth. neck and neck the whole time. Yeah. yeah. To this point. Um, and so, uh, so there was a there was a really nice Beal had like a really sick two handed dunk. It's kind of the 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 highlight play I think of the game in the fourth yeah. quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of dro- just sort of drove and and just threw it down and just hung on the rim for a second. It was fucking. He rad. dunked on Robin Lopez, who is significantly taller than yeah. he is. Yeah, and yeah, hung on the rim. It was beautiful. Lopez kind of, I feel like, ducked away a little bit. Like, he saw what was coming. Was like, yeah. okay, I need to get, I need to get it out of this highlight as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Lopez had a, had a pretty nice game. You know, he had, he, he was, he was hitting some, his post play was pretty nice. Uh, he was playing pretty well overall, but that one, uh, Beal got the best of him. So Lopez kept doing this move where he would hunch, o- he's a very, very tall man, and he, he would hunch over while dribbling and backing up to the basket. And then he would turn around, stand up his full height and just like throw the ball in. Mm -hmm. And I think Agata said he's very caveman. Like, yeah, it felt (laughs) caveman. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Go go on. I was just gonna say his hair helps too. Yeah. it, It definitely is kind of like that, that sort of, uh, 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 that sort of vibe, like he, he he's you know he's got a he, he, he's a good, he's a nice player. I, I like both uh, both Lopez brothers and and he's uh yeah he was he was uh, like your your very vivid description of his post play. I think <laughs> was spot on. That's pretty much what was happening. He was hitting that hook uh, quite a bit. Hit it off. Hit it from the baseline. Hit it. Hit it facing up. Um, uh, also, uh, so Robin Lopez has a as a well known you know feud with all the league's mascots, mm-hmm. and he got into it with the aforementioned G Wiz a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Nick they, showed us a clip. <laughs> yeah, they didn't because I'd seen the clip and they didn't show it on the Wizards broadcast, and yeah. I don't know if there was that was the kind of thing of like we can't be, <laughs> we, we can't be showing this. Uh, but uh, yeah, he got into it a little. G Wiz was egging him on, and 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 Robin took it to him. Notorious the way the mascot hater, yeah. which is <laughs> the funniest <laughs> label to have. Um, the yeah, some headline said notorious mascot bully Robin Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the mascots alone. <laughs> Does he do it with uh, multiple teams? Like yeah, every team he plays. He's been doing it for a for a bit now, and and you know I think it's all good natured, but it's uh it's it's fun. It's a it's an ongoing thing. Um, there, there was also, we, we were talking about Bradley Beal. He had another nice uh, sequence here. He, uh, he missed a three, mm. got his own rebound, stepped back and then hit a three. Oh yeah. And that was just, that, that could have been a big momentum shift, but it was just a little too little too late. It was really good. Yeah. I like when people get their own rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned that Robin Lopez is a brother and there's another, um, player on the bulls, Justin holiday. Who's part of the holiday brothers. Yeah. Drew holiday. He's uh, on the Pelicans. Yeah. And then, um, Markeith Morris on the wizards who didn't play tonight, but he has a brother named Marcus Morris. Yes. Right? On the Celtics. There's mm-hmm. so many brother combos in the NBA right now. It's, I don't know if it's always that way. I don't know. <laughs> but it seems wild just how many brothers there are. There's the Hernan Gomez brothers. Right. There's the Currys. Yeah, the Gasols. The Gasols. I mean, yeah, it, it seems like there's a there's a number of of 
good like quality NBA players that that have siblings, and that's yeah, it's it's fun. It's a fun little layer. Yeah, yeah the Morris, uh, the Morris twins. They're they're oh, they're twins. twins. Yeah, like 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 the Lopez is also twins. Mm. Um, but they were uh they were together on the Suns for a time, oh, and then they cute. actually yeah they they were together on the Suns, and then this is a thing, another Robert Sarver thing. They signed a, they signed a deal to to stay together, and then the Suns traded one of them. No. So like that would they they separated the guys and then that led it led to a big acrimonious split. I forget who was who stayed with the Suns, but it was a pretty uh, it ended up being a big thing where they had to get rid of him, the other twin eventually because they he was just so pissed off at what they'd done. What a That's jerk! So I know. Sad. That's the most villainous thing you could do is separating twins. It really <laughs> it's a thing that villains do in yeah. movies. There's a there's a movie called Sophie's Choice that is built around the premise that the villain made, separated two siblings. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Or what was what's that that documentary that came out recently with the three three identical strangers? Yeah. Oh yes, uh, that was so fucked. That up. was really fucked up. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Oh man, it's a great documentary that I went in to it thinking, oh, feel good documentary. Yeah. This will be fun, and it took so many dark turns oh, boy. that it's I did really not up. expect. Yeah. I agree. Everyone, go out and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> watch it with your family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hold them tight. <laughs> The Mr. Rogers documentary, too. So yeah. many dark turns. Really? Not really. <laughs> okay. Well, kind of. <laughs> kind of a little bit. There was the part where it was like, I guess 9-11 happens. And oh, he's yes, like, yeah. I can't change this world. Yeah. <laughs> I got to check it out. Yeah. Um, so what else happened in the third quarter? Uh, we had... Like uh, uh, we're so, in the fourth already. Oh, the fourth, I mean. Yeah, we had a... Uh, uh, you know, uh, Chris Dunn had a... a t- he he put him up... Uh, he had an and one and put him up 10 with a 220 to play, and that was that was kind of it. Or no, that was that was not an and one, right? Uh, sorry, the and one came from uh, Zach Levine. Zach Levine, right. Uh, he dribbled out the... Cl- uh, basically, the entire shot clock and then blew by Trevor Ariza and scored an and one, and that sealed it. Um, yeah, and, and, and I mentioned while we were watching, and, and we all kind of had, had a shared observation of like... The the war, the Wizards were within seven with like two minutes to play. It was yeah. like a, still a winnable game. Yeah, and there's just a total lack of urgency from mm, their side. Yes. It was just like it, it it felt like they were already conceding the game when they could have maybe been, you know, uh, uh, scrambling for the for some loose balls a little bit, playing a little bit more aggressive defense, trying to execute a little bit more uh, crisply uh, offensively, and they just weren't doing it. And it, it felt like a defeated team. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I know that's that's kind of how they. I hate, you you, ca- you got that vibe from just looking at Scott Brooks on the side. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. Scott Brooks, who just like he's he, the vibe he was giving off was just Gil from The Simpsons. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you gotta help hold Scott here, but I got well, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of place. And the the end of the fourth quarter was so weird. Like yeah. there was a weird play where everyone's just dropping the ball and falling on it. <laughs> yeah, then... it was like the Ten Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was it was a very lethargic like it, like you it was very lethargic like there, there was. Wasn't like a lot of like like oh we got to get the ball. It was just right. sort of like oh there it is. Like oh wait uh, you know like no one was really felt like wanted it. Yeah. Um. And so yeah we end up with the with the Bulls uh, uh winning by a little bit of a margin there. I it was one hundred one ninety two at the end. Yeah. And uh probably yeah the the last few minutes were probably the boringest part of the game. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. got pretty. It, very, it got pretty dull. Yeah. They'd given up by that point. So do uh. Do you two not like basketball anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it for yeah. us. <laughs> the, the podcast is over. All right. Um, it definitely was the worst game we've watched yeah. so yeah. far. 
Uh, but we want to watch every team. So yeah, we this was a great opportunity to talk about two teams that we hadn't talked about before. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we want to cover every team, even the the little sad guys at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> we give out awards at the end of every game called the Donkeys. Donkeys. So, yeah, so this is the part of the show where we point out the things that we that really stood out to us right. as we were watching the game. Um, so we always give an award for most points. Yeah. So, so that'll, that'll be the Bulls. Yes. Wow, congrats to the Bulls. <laughs> I mean, that's really the award you want to win. <laughs> of all the donkeys, the most coveted one is most points. Um, I got, we got to do one for best mascot. I feel like G-Wiz has got to take it. I, what's the, your definition of best? <laughs> Is it is it worst? Is that what you think best means? They're not synonyms. Is this a best Michael is Jackson like bad more fun. <laughs> I might give it to Benny the Bull in Absentia. I think I think the Bulls mascot might take it. So All Benny right. the Bull is like a cute. He almost looks like a cartoon character. He's got huge eyes that look sad. Yeah, soulful. One eyes. big eyebrow. One big unibrow. Right. Um, what do you think, Anastasia? God, I don't you know. Gotta, we got dissenting oh, opinions no. here. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm going to give it to uh, G-Wiz yes. only because he took that <laughs> hit from Robin Lopez. Yeah. And he's a good sport he about took it. took it like a champ. Yeah. Can I give one? Yeah, yes. of course. Uh, I'm going to give an award for best dunk. Mm. Dunk of the game. Dunky for best dunk. Bradley Beal. That sick two-handed oh, yeah. slamma-jamma. Yeah. Uh, brought the, he brought the house down. Uh, could have uh, could have lit a fire under the wizards. Unfortunately, didn't. But still, a sick dunk just to watch in uh, in isolation. It was very cool. That was a good one. I mean, that's what that's what Dunk Town is all about, right? Yeah, some fucking awesome dunks. Yeah, it was a great one. That's we where we live. Dunk. <laughs> we live in Dunk Town. Um, what about best niece? <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, so many contenders. Yeah, there, there really are a lot of options here. <laughs> But I think we got to give it to uh, the Wizards color commentator's niece for, for being Carol, the one who was Carol so, Lawson's niece. Carol yeah. Lawson's niece. Uh, yeah, she was. Uh, hey, she was very adorable when they they, they showed her on the the camera. True. Um, best hair. Okay, I think best hair has to go to the Bulls because they wow. have two players with wild hair. Who other than Robin Lopez? Little Baker. Uh, little Baker. <laughs> I, I believe Ron Baker is on the, oh, is is on on the, the Wizards? Wizards. Yeah. Darn it. I thought he was on the Bulls. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I almost just want to say best hair is everyone except for the Bulls coach, Jim Boylan, who's a cue ball. Because <laughs> there, there is a lot of good hair in this game. Okay. I mean, I think, I you agree. know, even even Laurie Markkinen, he's got just yeah. like that little like sort of like, like untamed curl. Like mm. he's just sort of like, you know, he's... He's got that the the hair that would be on the your your crush at summer camp. Yeah, <laughs> like, this sort of like delicate, <laughs> dreamy. like exactly yeah. delicate, dreamy. Okay, hair. I'm gonna give best hair to all players. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, Thomas Bryant's got a nice high top fade. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good hair. We didn't have any good shoes, so I think we'll skip that one. It was kind of a, a boring shoe game. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was like they were trying to make sure that there was nothing entertaining on the court. We so, kept seeing a bench player with rose gold shoes, but we couldn't tell who he was. Couldn't identify yeah. it. Yeah. Um, how about coach? Oh God. Hmm. Best coach of this game. That's gonna be a sad. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, you know. <sighs> 
you want to throw one of these guys a bone. They've both been having a rough go of it. I guess I guess Jim Boylan just because they won and they won on the road, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Although he's kind of he seems like a piece of shit. I would hate to play for him. <laughs> he like yells at his players and makes them do extra practices they don't want to do. Um, you know what? I'm going to give it to Scott Brooks. Okay. Scott Brooks needs a win. Sure. Scott Brooks needs a little something. Yeah. His house is getting foreclosed on or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks like looks like everything's going poorly for him. Do you guys uh, do you guys know uh, 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 Jeff Van Gundy's a color commentator or he's yeah. a TV commentator, but he was the coach for the uh, is an NBA coach for a while was a coach for the Knicks. And there was an incident where his uh, his car was like he he like drove to the tarmac to get on the team plane and then like either high winds or it might have been the exhaust from a plane blew his car over and totaled it. <laughs> oh my god. And then the details were it was like it was like a like a 96 like Nissan Sentra or something. It was like no. not like a nice car. <laughs> it's just like man, that guy's having a rough go of it. <laughs> Oh my god, that's crazy! Yeah, the ultimate uh, sad. <laughs> He's just looking at his '96 Sentra <laughs> yeah, turned yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Still owes like ten grand on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh man! Wow. So this is a big upset. We've got uh, Wizards with four donkeys and Bulls with one and a half because of the all players thing. Okay. Wow. So Wizards win the game. All wow! Right. Congratulations to the Washington Wizards. Amazing, even with all those players injured. Yeah. Yeah, their official league record may not reflect it, but it's reflected here in Dunktown, and that's what really matters. So our next game is going to be the Grizzlies. You must never listen to this. (laughs) That is from Grizzly Man. Yeah, uh, versus the Spurs. And that's going to be on January 5th. Yes. Um, and then... Hey, le- speaking of brothers, should we see a brother match up there? The Gasol's going at it. Oh, oh. Our, I knew one was on the Spurs, but the other one's on... Powell's on the, the Spurs, and, and, and Mark's on the Grizzlies. Nice. So there you go. Cool. We love it when b- brothers play, because they're yeah. really cute. There uh, was a... Just uh, really quickly... The Curry brothers played last night, and they exchanged jerseys, yeah. which I was like, couldn't you do this at home? I know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just saw each other for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was really cute. They were like, they were a little standoffish yeah. than, than I would hope brothers would be, but right. they were like, you know, enjoying each other's company. Yeah. All right, let's get into our mail basket segment. This is... Well, they say that the mailman always delivers. You got mail. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where our... Um, our cute little fans write to us. If if you want haven't written to us yet, please do. We've been in really enjoying these emails. Yeah, you can email us at hi at dunk.town or you can uh, tweet us at Dunktown Podcast. Um, this email is from Timon Camzy, and he says, Hey God and Anastasia, love the podcast. I just started getting into b-ball this May and have been looking for content examining at the stuff I'm interested in, like who's the best big boy, um, Coach Budenholzer's name being appropriately Midwestern, and the wealth <laughs> and the wealth of hashtags for the Bucks. Um, I'm a Celtics fan, and I was hoping you could help the team come up with a better hashtag than hashtag See Us Rise, which is a confusing bummer on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> also, I grew up in Tucson as well, and I'm Yay. always excited to hear it mentioned in any out-of-state context. Keep doing your thing, and thanks very much for the content. 
Thanks for the email. Thank you. It's it's C with a letter C, yeah. right? Yeah. Us rise. Yeah, that's C terrible. Us rise. It's really bad. So do you? You're good at hashtags, right? Oh yeah, I'm some a hashtag whiz. <laughs> uh, this is uh, for the for the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Uh, my my most hated team. Uh, hash- <laughs> <laughs> hashtag <Yeah>. toilet guys. <laughs> Hashtag trash franchise. (laughs) Hashtag notorious cheaters. Wow. Wow, this is a great question for you, then. I know. I'm so glad we... We brainstormed some. Do you want to... Do you want to share some of yours? Yeah, I think, I think, okay, if we're doing like legit hashtags, I think my best ones were Green Machine, which is a juice I really like. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Or Clover Clan. Okay. <laughs> but if we want to go jokey, I also said Leprechaun Returns starring Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think Beantown Babies might be fun. <laughs> okay. What are some of yours? Um, uh, I think my favorite one that I came up with was Kyrie's cuties. That's good. <laughs> that's a good. It one. doesn't really work if he gets traded. Right. Or... That, that's the issue there. But it does maybe kind of lock him in. So. Yeah. We've got maybe uh, hashtag Celt Belt, hashtag Celt City. I don't. I think the thing is like, what is a Celtic? What does it mean? They're just an Irish type of person. <laughs> yeah. It's a gen- It's a. It's a, a, a drunk Irish American guy. Uh, who's upset that they're uh, busing minorities into a school district? <laughs> 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 okay. It's hard, um, it's hard Gabe had a good hashtag, Holmes and Boston, current movie tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I mean, the current movie tie-in thing <laughs> as, as, a, as a sell-by date, but <laughs> yeah. it would work for now. Uh, you had Flat Earth Dunkers. That's pretty good. <laughs> for Kyrie. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think... Um, those are all a lot of bad ones. (laughs) Hey, I think they're all good. And, uh, the Celtics should consider all of them that we said, including Nick's, uh, toilet boys. Yeah. (laughs) Toilet guys. Look, they're all, they're all an improvement over CS rise. That's just, that's just a mess. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, do you have anything you would like to plug? Oh boy. Uh, you know, check out Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants hosted by me and a Celtics fan, but uh, he's still worth hearing what he has to say. <laughs> uh, Mike Mitchell. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, we review places like you review sit down chains like Olive Garden, Red Lobster and, and fast food chains like, you know, Wendy's and Taco Bell. And uh, we, we put some real thought into it. It's, it's real dumb. Um, so yeah, check that out. Everyone should check out your Patreon. Oh yeah, if you, I mean, your Patreon. you know, get in, get into the, listen to the, the free episodes. And if you like it, you can, you can subscribe at patreon.com slash doughboys, but you know, listen to the, the free episodes first and, and see if you do before committing that, uh, those, uh, five bucks. <laughs> uh, great show. We all love it. Yeah. Um, God bless you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, so you can check out our website at dunk.town. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at dunktown podcast. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas and Andrew Clotworthy for, our, uh, design and our song. Rate and review us on iTunes, please. Um, and you can always contact us at hi at dunk.town and just send us whatever your thoughts are. Nick, thank you so much for thank being on you. the show. Thank you. Thank you, guys. A real treat. Uh, a, a delight. What wonderful to watch this game. Oh. And now after uh, enduring that bad basketball, I'm going to go pay a little tribute to the king by uh, drinking a case of Pinot Noir. Yeah. Ooh, will you tell him that we said happy birthday? I will. I'll pass that along. <laughs> I mean, he'll hear this. Yeah, he'll know. <laughs> All Um, right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.